Welcome to The Lowdown, a podcast of news and ideas from the Columbia Alumni Association. A change can only happen when you decide to take a chance. In this episode, career coach Eric Horowitz will share stories about his several career shifts and provide 10 takeaway tips on the necessary steps you need to really embrace a career transition. Transitioning to a new career requires a mixture of faith, courage, inspiration, and support. The end results are exciting and unpredictable. And, like the quote from the best exotic Marigold Hotel says, everything will be alright in the end, and if it isn't alright, it's not the end. So, take it away, Eric. I was going to talk to you today about understanding that the net only appears when you jump, which essentially means that your career and your career transition will only start when you're willing to take a chance. So I'm going to give you a couple of personal stories, hopefully that'll elucidate the point, and then um, some good tips for you. So the first one actually is in 1986 when I came to Columbia from Denver, Colorado, I decided that I wanted a job in business. So I went down to Wall Street and I met with a recruiter and I said, I want a job in business. So he goes, I got the job for you. He writes down an address, One World Trade Center. And I'm this hick from Colorado and I'm thinking, I'm going down to One World Trade Center. So I go down there, my first day I have my car, they take me to the trading floor. I'm like, I got a job in business, this is awesome. So they take me to the oil options pit where they traded oil. Now, this is before the internet, okay? So they had these little cards, and essentially my job was to sit in the middle of the oil options pit. They would stick a net over my head, and then they would take these little cards after they traded oil at $38, and they would throw the cards at my head all day. My job was not to catch the cards. It was to allow the cards to hit my head and fall on the net and then stamp the cards. I went to Columbia University and I am stamping cards. I did this for three whole weeks. Finally, I got the nerve to go up to my boss and say, you know, I went to Columbia University and I think I'm way overqualified for this position. (laughs) He proceeded to convince me that I was not overqualified for the position. (laughs) which I believed and worked there for two more weeks before I finally got the courage to quit. Okay, so that was essentially my first career transition. So I went to Columbia for four years and uh, after my four years at Columbia, I uh, had a Columbia baby, my daughter who's now 23. So again, I had to transition again because I had a child and I worked in human resource consulting for 12 years. Did I want to be a human resource consultant? Absolutely not. I had to pay the bills. But I was really, really good at it. And I got all the way to the top floor at PricewaterhouseCoopers. I was a director. I was really important. One day we're talking about, I don't know, Six Sigma and something else I didn't care about. Like what day, what Tuesday were we going to do a production move? And and one of my uh, peers walks into the office. He says, you know, one of the towers just fell down. Like one of the towers just fell down. What does that mean? So our office was in Fort Lee, New Jersey, so we all walked out uh, and we looked and there was one tower standing and one tower was down. And then as we were watching, another tower fell. 
And that transition for me was, I realized how tenuous everything is, how tenuous a career is, how tenuous life can be. And in that moment, I was 32 years old, and I thought to myself, um, if I keep being a human resource consultant, that's what they're gonna write on my tombstone. Eric Horowitz, human resource consultant. So within six months, I had quit my job, and I had um, hired a coach myself, and I thought, what could I do? What could I be? And I had never, ever thought about any of that. So um, that moment, that aha moment, watching that one tower stand and one tower fall, made me realize like everything can change. So I became a coach myself, but I also did consulting. I consulted with many of the clients I had worked with uh, in my consulting days, Bank of America, Reuters, Lehman Brothers, AIG. I'm doing great. I'm a coach half my time and half the time I'm consulting and the world is awesome. And then there's this day in 2008 and I have three awesome consulting clients, Bank of America, Lehman Brothers, and AIG. And I call up the woman from Lehman Brothers and I'm like, hello, I'm coming in today. And she says, no, you're not. I said, am I gonna get my check? Needless to say, within one week, all of half my business went away. And my daughter is over here and she was with me. That's my wonderful daughter, who's now 23. And she's like, dad, are we gonna have dinner tonight? I'm like, I'm really not sure. But what I did was I went to yoga, and <laughs> which is what you should do when everything's going wrong. And I said, I said, this has got to be a sign, because why would my three biggest clients all like essentially give all their money away to the wrong people? Um, and I got to let this go. So on that day in 2008, I said, you know, I, I don't have as much business as I need, but clearly the universe is telling me it's time to really do what you really wanted to do, which was to be a coach. So essentially what I said was, I'm just gonna let them go and I'm gonna just work on the business and if I struggle sometimes, I struggle sometimes, but I'm gonna listen to the universe when it says it's time to transition. And just as you know, during that time, I was coaching many people in banking and financing, people in journalism, and I was often saying, like sometimes you gotta look at how the winds have changed, not because you did anything wrong, but because the world is changing and being willing to respond to let go of that. And one of my dreams actually when I became a coach was I thought someday I'll go back to Columbia and maybe I could be a coach at, at Columbia. And during 2008 and 2009, I got a, a message from uh, you know, LinkedIn that Columbia was looking for career co coaches to create a career coaching network. And here I am today and so essentially, from the time this dream started, which was in 1986 when I told the guy I wanted a job in business, till today, which is, I don't know, many years later and a lot less hair, um, I got there. So when I'm talking to all, all you tonight about transitioning or thinking about transitioning or it's your first transition or whatever it is, is from the moment you even have the aha moment that you would like to do something different to the moment that you're fully 100% doing something different could take 10 years. Okay? Or it could take five years, it could take two minutes, but there's gonna be some long-term strategy and time to go from step one to the end step. Okay? And like even today, I feel like, okay, I did it. All right, so now I'm gonna give you with my cards, these are not the original cards used to throw at my head, um, some, some tips. What I'd like you to do is not actually write the tips down. These are good transition tips, but really listen for something that 
moves you or, or you feel it, and that's the thing you want to try to take in, okay? So number one transition tip is access supreme humility. So whatever position you got to in your job over all those years, just understand that now you got to start over, okay? That's one. Two, six-month income rule. Make sure you have six months of income in the bank, in cash, before you start out on a new thing because you need time to, to move into a transition period, okay? Um, go back to school or the school of hard knocks. So whatever you've learned to date, when you start out something new, you gotta learn all new things. So it doesn't matter, you know, all the stuff you learned before, be willing to learn new things. All right, that one's not so good. All right, <laughs> the next one is make a three-year plan and don't expect it to work. So if you say in three years, I'm, you know, now I'm a lawyer and now I wanna, you know, I wanna be a singer, give yourself three years to do it, that's your expectation, and at the end you might find that you're making pottery and you love that. Okay. Get positive help and not from your parents. So however you got here, your parents had a very big role in whatever it is you became. So the idea is get help, get help from peers, from a coach, whatever, but not sometimes from your parents. Okay. Uh, patience and fortitude, so be very patient um, and have fortitude because you're going to have down days like when all three of your biggest clients fire you. Um, understand where you are in the immigrant story. So for example, my grandfather was a tailor, my father was a doctor, I'm a businessman, and my daughter wants to save the world. Okay, so the idea is that if you look at where you are in the immigrant story, oftentimes the children of immigrants become doctors and lawyers to get that that position, and then their children don't want to be doctors and lawyers, so they become you know, business people, and then their children find their way. So if you understand kind of where you are in your family story, that helps you figure out what it is you want to do and where you're at. And then probably my last one, which is write down your aha moment. So my aha moment was when the towers fell, and I thought, oh my God, if I just keep doing this, this is going to be my life. And write it down, create a journal, Really think about it, describe the story to yourself of what that aha moment is, because after the aha moment, your brain is gonna tell you all the reasons why that aha moment wasn't true, okay? So those are my nine tips, because I didn't like my last tip. Um, hopefully this gave you some inspiration about the journey that we're all on and the chances that we're gonna all take, and basically, the net will only appear when you jump. So jump and get ready. This podcast was produced by the Columbia Alumni Association. Columbia University is a mecca of great ideas in one of the world's greatest cities. And with over 320,000 Columbia alumni who are leaders in every field imaginable and spread across the world, the Columbia Alumni Association brings you the latest musings, updates, and insights to delight the left and right sides of the brain. Learn more about the Columbia Alumni Association at alumni.columbia.edu.